Hey everyone, I'm Ari Meglin here with Rachel Poli and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We are on episode 135 and this week's question is, what is the best time to write? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoy our episode, please do give it a like, write a review and share it with some friends. So you might be wondering why we're talking about this, because surely everyone is different and there is no best time to write. And yes, everybody is different. But I have had people reach out to me on my blog before and say, what is the best time to write? So we thought we might as well make this a podcast episode. And for a while, there have been many writers online who would make a point of stating that most writers write at night. And sometimes people can get caught up with this. It's almost like some sort of badge of honor, like, oh, I write at night. It's like, don't you? Aren't you a night writer? And it's like, no, not everybody does. And let's be honest, we are different. And just because your favorite authors who may have wrote a lot of books, maybe they write at night, it doesn't mean that you should be staying up until 3 a.m. doing the same, hoping that achievements that they had will become your achievements because you're doing exactly what they did. So yeah, that's kind of where this episode is going. It's not exactly about the best time to write. It's more about why people even think that there is a best time to write that's general. That's where we're going with this. I think people get caught up in that montage feeling. Like when, when authors say that they write super late at night or they get up at the ass crack of dawn and they write super early in the morning. I think people imagine like a movie, like when you're watching a detective movie or or you're just watching somebody working on a project and they have a strike of inspiration, the movie just puts on a really cool song and it just montages and shows the person like going through their notes, sticking things up on walls and really, really being productive. And I think a lot of people believe that, oh, if I write at this specific time and I do what this person is doing, then that's exactly what's going to happen to me. I'm going to put on a cool playlist on Spotify and I'm going to pretend I'm having a montage with myself. And unfortunately, that's not really the way that it always works. There, I do believe that there is a best time for you as an individual to write. Obviously, that time is different for everybody. But even if you find your time, it's not going to be the same every single time. You're not going to be productive every single morning. You're going to have some good days and you're going to have some bad days. So when it comes to finding that time to write, I think you need to find a time where you have the most energy. And for me, that is early in the morning. I often wake up, get my writing done for an hour or so, and then I officially begin my day. However, there are days when I do sleep in or I'm not energetic enough to write. So I skip writing on those days. Or Maybe I have a burst of energy that will come in the afternoon or in the evening. And if that happens and I have the time to, I will sit down and write. So you got to keep in mind that this time can be interchangeable depending on the day and your mood or motivation. And I think a lot of other people get confused as well that when we say, if you have the time to write, people think, oh, well, everyone else is out of the house at school, at work. So between the time of 12 o'clock in the afternoon and three o'clock in the afternoon. So therefore I have a three hour window to write. And that's not always the best time to write just because you have a quiet environment, which certainly helps, doesn't mean that you yourself is in the right mindset to get any creative work done. I agree. And to be honest, that's why they created noise canceling headphones. So you could write during noisy periods. <laughs> Seriously. Excellent piece of equipment, noise cancelling headphones. But yeah, I, I totally agree. Things do change and you shouldn't get locked into patterns. 
And we're not only talking about things changing on a day-by-day basis. Like Rachel said, where some days you can have energy in the afternoon, some days you can have it in the evening, especially if something happened in the morning, maybe you had appointments, maybe you had extra work doing in the morning, and then obviously you got more tired and it shifted, and then you had a really good lunch that gave you a, a nice boost of energy. But we're talking about patterns and things changing on a longer scale as well. So when I was a teenager... And up into my early 20s, I mostly wrote at night. Now, this wasn't because all writers write at night and that's what happens. It was because I was a really bad insomniac. And I was very lucky with my insomnia because there's several different types. And there's the type where you're physically and mentally exhausted and you can't sleep. And then there's the horrible people like me who actually are wide awake and have energy and are just awake at night while also having to get up during the day and have a a job. So I was lucky and I, I do remember people getting really pissy at me that I wasn't like tired all the time during the night because I think I got like three hours of sleep most nights and it was enough to keep me going it wasn't healthy I don't recommend it but that's why I wrote at night now my writing time has changed and it's changed a few times there were times I was writing during the day because that is the only time I had I had a job where I had to be at the office for like half seven in the morning. So I ended up having to write when I came home. And this was after I managed to get past all the insomnia. So obviously I then slept really well at night. So nighttime wasn't a good time. So afternoon and evening were the good times. Now I prefer to at least start writing in the morning, but not stupid early. I'm not one of those. I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. No, that's that's not me. I like my bed, I like my sleep, and I'm not getting up to write my story. As much as I love it, I'm not doing that. But I find if I get started before 10am, I am much more productive than if I get started at 11.30. It's weird because if I'd have got got it into my head that, well, night times are the best times to write because that's what I used to write like, that would have been really bad. As soon as I got rid of the insomnia, I could have forced myself to stay up and made things a lot worse. Now, obviously, like Rachel said, my energy boost is definitely in the morning, especially if I actually remember to have breakfast. Then it's a really good energy boost. So, yeah, I don't think you should kind of get yourself tied into knots about, well, I always write at five in the morning or I always write at six in the evening because it changes. And as weird as it is, as you get older, it does change. I'm not saying everybody. I know there's, there's always someone who's like, well, not me. But a lot of the times as you get older, things do change and your rhythms change. So what I'm saying is just because you wrote at night originally or first thing in the morning and that's what you did for ages, don't force it if it starts to change. You have to go with what works. You have to go with when you have energy. You have to go with when you have time, if you can. You have to go with fitting it in with your lifestyle. Don't be going, well, I've always been a night writer because I think there's, there's even groups where it's like the night writer club, which is fine. But then you can get trapped in those where if it then changes, you might end up losing the group. And it's like, I don't think you would. You can probably still connect with them. But yeah, don't don't tie yourself or lock yourself into patterns of, of, well, I've always done this as if that's the be all and end all of everything. No, I think it's so easy for us to get into a rut. Like we have this idea in our heads that we have to write at a certain time. And in some respect, I do think that it does help to write at the same time every single day or close to the same time, because it kind of gets your brain in that mindset. You like you can get into that routine more easily. But after a while, as I already said, things do change. And as you get older, you know, your mindset changes and just your lifestyle in general can change. 
I ended up becoming a morning writer because I had a full-time job and I would go to work at the preschool for eight hours. And then I would babysit for another three to four hours in the afternoon. And I would come home, eat dinner, and then I would just crash. So I would wake up super early in the morning and I would get my writing done. I would get my blogging done before I went to work at the preschool. And I did that for a few years and it, it was good. It worked for me. And I'm proud that I did it because I kind of didn't force myself, but I, you know, I wanted to be a writer and I pushed myself through it, but I did get into a rut and it did make me completely burnt out. I was exhausted all the time. And then when I quit my job and I started working from home, I kind of fell out of that because my brain was like, oh, there's no reason for you to get up so early anymore. So you don't have to. And for a while, I actually just stopped writing altogether because I kept telling myself, you have all day. So if I didn't write in the morning, then I'd be like, oh, I'll write after lunch. And then I wouldn't. So I'd be like, oh, you you can write after your shower or after dinner tonight. And then I'd be too tired at that point. So I wouldn't. So you got to go with the flow. Once you find out your time, that may work for a week. It may work for a couple of months, maybe a couple of years. But at some point, it is going to change and you need to adapt with your lifestyle and adapt with your writing. There's that whole writing and life balance thing that you got to figure out that you always have to figure out. It's a constant thing. It's not like a one and done. I found the secret of life. Yay. No, no, no. It's always going to change. But I am going to say that I think when it does come time to finding a time to write, no matter what's going on in your life, if you have like a certain time and it has to change for whatever reason, I think one of the best things to do is to find a time with the least distractions. And that's not all black and white. Distractions are everywhere and every day is different. But if you like writing in the afternoon and your partner comes home from work for an hour as a lunch break, then you might not want to write during that hour. You might want to eat lunch with them and spend some time with them. I mean, maybe it would work for the two of you, but you might also be tempted to ask how their day is going, or you might end up talking to them while you you both make lunch. And then the conversation just keeps going and going, which isn't a bad thing, but it's a distraction. So overall, you need to do what's best for you. So when everybody is out of the house, if you have the time and the energy, then yeah, certainly write. But again, every day is different. So you just kind of need to take it day by day. And I think another thing, this is kind of a side point that I don't know if it'll really make sense with the topic. But I think one of the things you can do when it comes to finding time to write is to know what you're going to write before you sit down and have your writing session. Because if you say I'm going to write at one o'clock in the afternoon every single day, and then you sit down and you don't know whether you need to edit or outline or, you know, rework a certain chapter or start writing a new scene or whatever, then you're going to be sitting on your butt staring at the computer screen for a really long time. And then before you know it, you didn't get any writing done at all. And it's four o'clock in the afternoon. You have to start making dinner or something. And then you'll end up starting feeling guilty. And there's this whole snowball effect. And then that's where the whole excuse, I have no time to write comes from. I kind of went on a rant there, but I think it, I think it makes sense. I think it all ties together. (laughs) No, it does. And uh, I don't feel called out at all with that no time to write thing you said. Not at all. No, no. We all do it. We all do it. (laughs) But no, Rachel is right. Seriously, having knowledge of what you want to write is super important because you can waste so much time thinking about it. And I know there's a couple of little, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in and and tangent off as well. There are a couple of different ways of doing it. People say like stop in the middle of a sentence. So you know what, where you're going as soon as you sit down the next day. I don't agree with that because there is no way of knowing that my brain is going to think, oh yeah, I know where that sentence was going. And it could have been a really good sentence. 
And then I come back the next day and it's just a bad sentence because I couldn't remember where I was going. So that's rubbish. But yeah, definitely have an idea of what you're doing. So yeah, 100% agree. But yeah, so technically what we're saying is there is no official best time to write, no matter what people say, because I have seen people say like, oh, this is the best time. It's like, no, everyone is different. It depends on your energy levels. It depends on your situation and, and what sort of requirements and responsibilities you have. Things change as you get older your hormones change your rhythms change just because something worked 10 years ago doesn't mean it's going to work now and then obviously you've got to find ways of avoiding distractions because if you're dealing with distractions while you write it's going to slow you down so in the end you have to be flexible you have to try different times you have to work out your energy levels and there are things you can do to to boost them so like if you're the sort of person who gets up in the morning and never has breakfast and then has a light lunch, you might be really groggy in the morning because you've not got the same energy boost you would if you'd have had a good breakfast and maybe a heavier lunch. So little things like that. If you are tied to certain responsibilities and requirements, such as like a job or school, then obviously you can't be writing during then. Although, let's be honest, we've all done it. We've written a bit where we're at work. <laughs> we've got that word document hidden at the back that you minimise whenever anyone walks past. Confessing all my sins now. But yeah, so obviously you have to work around things like that. And Rachel is totally right. If you can try and write at the same time, either every day or every time, get into the, the habit of sitting mostly in the same place, writing at the same time, you do kind of rewire your brain to, to get into the mood for writing. But that doesn't mean that if you sat down every day at 3pm, that's when you're writing and you try and do that for 20 years. No, because maybe five years later, it actually works better at 6pm. But then try that for a bit of time. I think what we're saying is try different things. Don't get locked into patterns. Don't assume that just because everybody's writing at 5 a.m. or everyone's writing at 3 a.m., those are the best times. Try different things for you. Work with your own energy levels and, you know, avoid distractions. Okay, with that said, let's turn it over to you guys. What is your best time to write? We'd love to chat about it. Tell us your answers in the comments below. Let us know why you found those times to be the best. If you want more of the Merry Writer podcast, then be sure to follow us on Podbean, YouTube and wherever you're listening. And for as little as $1 a month, you can join us over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Merry Writer podcast for bonus content. It helps to keep our show going and we really do appreciate the support. In the meantime, tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of the Merry Writer podcast where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Reams of Paper. We are killing trees. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.